0: Hey, good early evening, everyone. Welcome to another fantastic podcast of the Daily Mind where I give you a half hour of complete utter nonsense, I guess. <laughs> How's everyone's uh, day going? I'm glad to say that I am on, well, I'm starting my four day weekend. Couldn't come soon enough. Definitely well needed. Ooh, excuse me. Um, yeah other than that my day was good it's wet rainy all day um it's a lot cooler we're probably like where i'm at it's probably about 20 degrees cooler than yesterday we had that little cold front that came through and just cool things down a bit i suppose so um yeah just feels a lot more cooler um yeah other than that the day was fine um nothing too crazy um but today is the last episode of the season, not the show. Of the season. Um, however, though, I'm going to take a break over the weekend. I'm going to start doing this between seasons. Um, take about a few days off, relax, whatever, and then come back to the show. Um, there will probably be an episode Saturday. I mean, I'm sorry, not Saturday. Uh, Sunday or Monday. Um, I know Sunday is Easter, so I'm probably going to wait maybe till Monday to do an episode. Um, so, yeah, today is the last episode episode of the season and going into season seven, this is episode 149. I mean, it's six months. So I'm on like every month seems to be a new season kind of deal. That's the kind of thing I'm operating on. So tomorrow would have been the episode of, is there such thing as a stupid question? That's going to be today. Since I'm moving things a little bit to the left to have a break in between the season to think of some new ideas and stuff take a few days. I'm going to get right into the episode today. So um, is there such thing as a stupid question It's something I do every Friday. Um, it's basically I go on this website and find some of the most absurd questions. And some of the most absurd answers. And it's, uh, it's on the website in question is called Quora. Um, if you for you new listeners, q u o r a you can find it on Google or I mean, I'm sorry, um, Android or Apple. Um, it's a free app yourself can sign up and ask as many questions as you want about anything and people will answer they might even be questions already on there that you're just too afraid to ask anyone i promise you i'll probably already be on there because i'm telling you it's some wacky weird shit and then on the website they have um certain pages of certain categories of people asking questions in regards to the categories like there's a confessions page which is one of my favorite pages because it deals with a lot of shit that's just bizarre relationship shit sexual shit you know, whatever the case is. Um, but nonetheless, it is a very intriguing site. So what I do is I typically would just go up and down my feed, see what questions pop up, what answers, and then I'll probably go on one of those specialty pages and see whatever crazy ass relationship questions or crazy ass science questions or crazy life questions. I'm telling you, it's all on there. It's all on there. Um, <laughs> okay. I already just opened up this page. I already found the dumbest question I think of the day, and the sun is not even completely set yet. The first thing I come across is this, and I I, I don't know if this person is serious or not, but this this uh, you know, it got it got about four thousand likes and seventy seven answers to this question. The question is, if I annihilate every fly that enters my home, will word spread to stay away? No, I don't think it works that way, because if that was the case, once you kill one mouse in your house, that no more will come, or whatever. No, it doesn't quite work that way, but I'm going to read an answer and see what else somebody says. Uh, this person, Chris, says, only if you take their heads and stick them on toothpicks outside your front door." <laughs> somebody else says, uh, Matt, he says, the call to arms might even go to international. The Scottish um, biting midge is always on the lookout for new victims. And this person, uh, Dave, says, you have to show that one, the bodies. Tell him to go back and tell of what he has seen. I'm telling you right now, you kill one fly, there'll probably be more. And there's probably a reason why flies are coming to your house. And flies love stink. So maybe your house stinks. Or you have shit somewhere in your house, in front of your house. That's probably why they keep showing up. So instead of spreading... You know, trying to figure out if flies go back and spread the word. How about cleaning your shit up and or keeping your windows and doors closed? And then and then, there probably won't be any more flies. I just opened the app, and that was the first question I seen. I told you. You will find out that there is a such thing as a stupid question. That was one of them. That was the first one of the day. That is sad. Congratulations to whoever seriously asked this question. All right, so uh, let's see. Hmm. Interesting. Ladies, pay attention to this. This was asked. It it says, my husband randomly started performing much better in the bedroom. Is this a sign that he may be cheating? No, this could just be a sign he's watching porn and taking notes. Or he's going to the library and he's reading books about how to do this. Or maybe he's talking to someone who's giving him advice. Or, He's probably cheating. I don't know. The answer to this, somebody said, uh, Joel, he says, not really. Maybe he's been to the library doing... I just said that shit, too. Uh, Maybe he's been to the library doing some reading on how to please a woman. Could be he's got male friends giving him pointers. Have you told him what pleases you? He could have figured out what you wanted on his own. Before jumping to conclusions, talk to him. This woman, Kristen, says, it is a great thing to share about my experience with Dr. Okuzuwa on how he helped me get... Oh, it's one of those spam fucking answers. Um, But nonetheless... Listen, it doesn't mean that he's cheating, because the first thought is, well, shit, he never did that before. Who's showing him how to do that? It may not necessarily be somebody showing him how to do. It. He's probably watching porn and learning how to do it. And and if that's the, and he's doing better in bed, why the fuck would you care? Isn't the isn't the point of him being doing better in bed is to pleasure you, to enhance the experience altogether? How he figured it out doesn't really matter. Are we really going to cross that bridge to say, well, he, he's got to be fucking somebody else because he's not, he wasn't doing that with me before. You go ahead and you cross that bridge. And fellas, you too. Like if your woman sat there and tried some new shit or she gotten better in bed, what's the first thing are you're going to go ahead and fucking, you know, find out if she's cheating, Where's she learning from. You'll be wasting your time. But if they are cheating, then you're fucked. All right. It's just that simple. You figure that out. All right. The next one. Um, Let's see. Oh, let's see. I can find another one. Um. Hmm. Now, this 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 question does come off a little bit offish. Um. And I, I think some women may or may not agree, depending on their experiences. Um. But somebody asked, "Does giving birth permanently ruin your body?" Now, every pregnancy is different, and there are different outcomes. But I wouldn't say permanently ruin your body. It will make some changes. Yeah. But I wouldn't say ruin. Uh this person theta says for some yes it permanently changes the body your vagina doesn't stretch like some incels think but you could be left with wider hips sagging breasts stretch marks and things like that it depends whether you think that it's ruined or not there are other worse things that can happen death urinary incontinence um your uh uterine prolapse are possible i'll leave you to google as it's frightening and unpleasant listen ladies the whole sagging breast wider hips stretch marks you carried a life for nine months. I would take that as trophies. You understand what I'm saying? Listen, it, it is what it is. You you carry life for nine months. It's going to come with some changes. Okay? And, and you know what? For some women, it don't matter. Because they go and they have more kids anyway. Because it's not about the, their body. It's about the experience. Bringing life into the world is what really matters not how saggy their breasts are. Yes, some women could be a little bit, you know, especially during, um, what do you call that? Uh, postpartum, which is pretty rough. Um, some women do feel a certain way about their image in their body. Some women go to the gym, some women, um, they go into a state of depression. Because they're just like, you know, um, I have my baby, I'm happy, but I'm not the same person. It messes you up physically, mentally. Every pregnancy, every woman is different. You know what I mean? But nonetheless, you shouldn't feel disfigured after giving birth, you know? And for you husbands and boyfriends out there who are getting your partners pregnant, don't make them feel anything less than what they are because they carry your child for nine months. Just think about that for a second. Um... Okay, this is a very suspicious question, and I probably would call the cops immediately. This person asks, I am 13, and my dad still doesn't let me shower on my own. What should I do? First thing you should do is probably call the fucking cops, because uh, that just sounds ridiculous. That sounds creepy and pervy as well. Um, Shadow says, uh, this person named Shadow says, my stepmother did this, and no matter what I said, she would tell anyone that heard me. Claim that I am insane. If your dad is doing this, it's not right. Either he's touching you for his benefit, or you can't do it in your own, on your own. And I feel you're able to do it on your own. Tell him to stop. If he, um, if it's, a, um, if it's a sexual thing, find your way out ASAP. Call the cops. That's fucking odd. You shouldn't be showering with your teenage kid. Your teenage kid should be showering by themselves. And if you're one of those creepy parents, which I hope you're not listening to my show just stop it just stop it isn't it i don't i don't see the benefit in doing that that's just wrong very very wrong okay this next one. Ooh, this is a doozy uh this person says my husband is bi and he said he loves somebody what should i do Ooh, what should you do well according to chad chad thinks he says i don't understand why sexual orientation of either one of you is important here let me rephrase the question my husband is straight and says he loves another woman what should i do a marriage is a commitment between two people commitment requires trust when a marriage partner breaks that trust the commitment no longer exists the sexual orientation is irrelevant here you should break it off obviously even if your husband was straight or even if you were a married lesbian couple and you asked this about your wife it would be the same answer but here's the thing um he said he loves somebody else but what if it's another guy I think that I think the concern with her is not much that he's cheating. Yes, that is a concern. But the fact that he's cheating with another guy. Now put yourself in a situation just for a bit second, ladies. If you found out your husband, and this is this is gonna sound a little crazy. Your husband was bi. Okay. You just found out, but also you have suspicions that he's cheating. Would you rather him cheat on you? With another woman? I mean, how would you feel if he cheated on you with another woman? But also, how would you feel if he cheated on you with a man? Would you feel the same regardless of sexual orientation? Or would you, like, take this differently? Oh, let's just say you don't even know the guy. is. You don't even know that he's bi. He's not bi. You never know he's bi, right? But you found out he was cheating. And then you find out it's a man. How would you feel? Would you feel the same way if it was a woman? And then, like, men, same, same deal. You found out your lady was bi. And she's cheating on you with another woman. Now, a man might take this differently because to him, it could turn into some weird fantasies such as, oh man, my wife is cheating on me with another woman, let's get her to join in. But it, the opposite way, it won't really work that way. In some cases, it just might. You know, today is a much more sexually open, liberated world. Who knows, man? It's just, hey, cheating is cheating. And cheating is not a mistake. Cheating is a choice. Okay, so... Let's see. Next question here. Hmm. Some car questions. Lots of car questions. Uh, don't do car questions too much. Uh, some that it depends. Um, yeah, it depends. Uh, let's see. Hmm. I'm still looking. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm just... Uh, ooh, this is a doozy. Uh, this person asked... My husband wants to get divorced, but I'm pregnant. What should I do? Um, did you tell him you're pregnant? Would that change anything? I Maybe you should tell him like, hey, or maybe he knows you're pregnant. He just wants a divorce as a way, as a way out. This person, William, says, if it's his baby, he best stay married because child support really put a hurt on the money, I hear. Tell him that you'll give him the divorce and you will file for child support and don't feel bad about it. Cause he's ready to throw you to the curve when he can get out of responsibilities and have more money to himself. Like you ever heard of the old adage "It's cheaper to keep her because that is true. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, depending on if you're a business, if you're making a lot of money and whatnot, you want to divorce your wife and there's kids involved and she hasn't worked and God knows how long there's spousal support. And then there's child support. Guess what? Child support is expensive. Yes. I know someone who's paying about $600 for two children, for two for two children, two, okay. Which is considered, I guess, in some cases, not too bad. But just think, it, you really is it even worth it? For, I mean, try to fix the relationship, but if there's something really, really wrong, because I don't know, some women has have this belief, and I'm not saying all women. I did say some, emphasis on some, believe that having a kid will save the relationship. It will not save the relationship. In most cases, it makes the relationship worse. Because now a man's gonna feel like he's being trapped, okay. And in some cases, a kid may save the relationship, but in most instances and experiences I've heard, kid did not save the relationship. Dude just ran the fuck out, gone. Now she's stuck with the kid. In this case, though, she should just, she should, they should really just talk because now there's a kid involved. And if he doesn't give a shit, he's probably already have. He probably already has a double life somewhere else. He's probably already got kids somewhere else. So this kid is probably like, okay, yeah, sure. Tell you man it's a it's a really 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 sketchy world out there. very sketchy <sighs> hmm. now this is a pretty serious question um this next one here and it, it's this might this might jar your brain a little bit. Uh, this person says I mean, I'm sorry, this person asked, do people get tired of living or at least existing and if so at what age? You know, and this is not a stupid question. It's actually a pretty interesting question because some people, especially nowadays with the emphasis on mental state, uh, mental health, there are people that are just ready to give up and just tired or afraid to see what is next, how far out the unknown and all this other stuff, right? Um, this person, this is a long answer right here, but it's, it's long enough to, for me to read. Uh, this person, Mitchell, to answer that question says, I'm 58. My parents are long dead. I had kids a little later in life. My youngest is only 14. I'm tired, not just physically tired, but emotionally worn out. I've had enough of this greedy, stupid, ignorant world. I'm tired of gas bag politicians who only care about keeping themselves on the public dole while getting rich in the background. I'm tired of races and bigots, and haters. I'm disappointed and disillusioned in humanity. Not only have we learned nothing from the violence of the 20th century, we're more ignorant than ever. I'm just tired of it all. And you know what? This is somebody who I would say probably need to be looked um, after because you never know. Like, you never know what somebody's mental state is in. And you know what? A lot of people are tired of this, man. Like, we're we, we constantly—we can't even go to Walmart without the fear of, of getting lit up in a mass shooting or, you know— we don't know if we're going to wake up tomorrow to a nuclear holocaust with Russia or China. You don't know. It's a very stressful world. And then as shitty-ass politicians as well. And then shitty food and smaller whoppers. Yeah, that shit's pissing me off too. You never know what you're dealing with. But all seriousness, though, um, do you get tired of living? No, I don't get tired of living. I get tired of some things. Of course. Who doesn't get tired of bullshit? But I don't get tired of living or existing. You know what I mean? I, I want to exist for as long as I possibly can. You never know when your number is called. But for some, it's a bit much. Um yeah. Something something to think about. Let's see. Uh, hmm. Oh, there's one. Uh this this uh this person asked, why did I cheat on my husband my whole marriage? Matilda says, because something was or is missing, your happiness has not been met. Ignore the crass statements made by haters. It takes two to make it work. And if one is not happy or needing something different, then only one is in the relationship. You don't have to want more of anything. Just need something or someone different to complete you. Then and only then you can become content with a relationship. If you've been cheating on your husband the whole marriage... Perhaps maybe you should have never married this man. It's almost as it seems like maybe you were forced to be married to this man. Like somebody had a shotgun to your back and says to marry this man. If you've been cheating your whole marriage, my thing, you should have probably never gotten married. I don't know what made you think. And again, it could be that theory of, man, well, maybe things will get better if we get married. Just like, oh, you know, the relationship could be saved and we have a kid. No, you know, marriage is a serious commitment. You don't get it. You are going to be waking up to the same person every single day. You are going to be going to bed with the same person every single day. You are going to go old with this person every single day. You might even die with this person the same day. So, like I said, now marriage, I did an episode on this. The the the, the no, marriage is not what it used to be to a lot of people. Um, They see it more of a hassle. I, I'd say, I don't, I don't know, less people probably get married nowadays. But again, this is something you have to take into account. Like, take your time before you get married. Because if you're going to be asking questions like this, the questions you should be asking is, do I really want to get married? Versus, I just cheated on my husband the whole marriage. At that point, it's like, fuck, well, shit, you might as well divorce. It doesn't seem like there's any helping with that. The whole marriage? Think about that. Think about somebody being married to you and been cheating on you 15, 20 years of the marriage. You know that how would you feel? Like that, that's time you don't get back. You don't get that back. You just sat there and wasted your time, and you could have had those 15, 20 years in another marriage, which which would have completed you, which would have made you the happiest person on earth. But again, you know, you pick and choose. Uh now this is a um, unisex type question um this is from the page the feminist voice um oh, this is uh yeah this is from the feminist voice um answered by Flesher though but the question is it says who benefits more from a relationship men or women and why mm, this could even potentially be an episode who benefits this person answered men do men tend to live longer when married men tend to be happier and have better health when married men have better better social lives when married men are ten times more likely to be cared for by their wife if stricken with an illness or disability the exact opposite can be said about married women obviously this doesn't apply to every relationship but this is the societal norm now when they said men tend to be uh happier and have better health when married because single men like what i guess single men order they don't cook for themselves and They do much more risky behaviors and eat more risky foods. So where you're married, things settle down a little bit more. And those things are in nature. And it works both ways, men and women. I'm going to read another answer to this. It says, uh, let's see. It says, Mojo says, uh, Mojo Rose says, triple as many wives stick with their spouses through rehab and husbands do too. And Blutie says, they never ask about marriage. It's asking about relationships. Reading is fundamental. Okay, well honestly who benefits more from a relationship well that depends on the relationship right it depends it, both parties can can benefit equally but that depends on the relationship now if you go to the question of who the benefit who benefits from divorce more definitely women definitely benefit from divorce more although there are instances where men do benefit but mostly women benefit because men are stupid sometimes they'll sit there do some dumb shit leave the wife and kids behind now guess what you're going to get hit with alimony spousal support child support women will benefit women benefit more from this and this is not some misogynistic bullshit this is this is real shit okay women do benefit more but as far as who benefits from a relationship it should be both shouldn't be just one person benefiting if only one person is benefiting from the relationship that's a problem and it's a problem that the one side that is not benefiting should look into. Okay, I might just make this into an episode. I'm going to jot that down. I think that's a good good topic to look into because now that's a general question for years, um, generations. Even today, like who's benefiting off relationships, men or women? Hmm. All right, we'll see. Okay, now this is some Alabama shit right here, this next question. Uh, this person asks, my cousin and I love each other. He is 14 years old, and I am 12. We got caught by our parents, and they separated us. What should I do? I am so much depressed. I really hope this is not an adult, like, playing around with this bullshit, asking this question. Okay. Now, I know I make fun of the self in terms of ancestral love and shit like that. But no, seriously, though— Um, You do have families where cousins do get together, but maybe not necessarily first cousins. They could be third or fourth cousins. It doesn't matter. Look, this person answers, um, Ireiheru, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Um, This person asked, are you first cousins? As weird as it may be, you're allowed legally and morally to be together? Okay, this person's definitely somewhere not here. Um, If parents absolutely won't consent, all all of you sit down and explain your feelings. Say that you can't stand to be apart and will do anything, if allowed to be together. When they see how serious and deep your love is, I'm sure they will allow it. If not, wait until you're both 18 and then no one can stop you from being together. Are you fucking out of your mind? You honestly think you are going to, both parents on both sides are going to sit there and listen to this bullshit? They're going to whip ass there's no fucking way that is I, if i had a child and my child fell in love with his cousin you think i'm gonna sit there and be like hey guys you know i understand love is universal fuck no you idiot that's your cousin you think i'm gonna sit there and allow this shit and even when they turn 18 you honestly think i'm going to allow that fuck no There's no way if you do that i'm disowning you i don't give a fuck like there's no way i'm gonna sit there and watch this shit happen you when you turn 18 21 you want to sit there and be with your cousin go ahead just i don't know you anymore because there's no way but no serious though this is something you don't sit and talk about okay you do talk about like why with your son or whatever why do you have feelings for your cousin and then tell him like you cannot be with your cousin and you know (laughs) Just tell them this shit's wrong. This next person, they answer, darling. she said, Alabama motherfuckers right here. <laughs> this person, Joshua, says, must be inbreds from Arkansas, where the sister can also become the wife, and the brother can also become the sister's husband. God, I can go on and on with these answers, but you already get the gist of it. This is probably why I don't have listeners in Alabama or Arkansas. Sorry, but not sorry. Okay, um, let's see. I got about five minutes. This is a very intriguing show um let's see actually you know what? i'm gonna go over to the confessions page i want to see what they're talking about over there because um yeah the confessions page is always something uh always something interesting uh adult confessions no let's just go to confessions uh let's see now confessions the tie the the tagline, it says, uh, this is a space for confessions that can be anything like love, crime, any guilt. Yeah, because I'm going to confess a crime on a fucking public forum. That's smart. Uh, let's see. Um, hmm. You know, this is a good question. This is, I'm surprised this question on the confessions page. Would you rather have a skill or talent? Now, nobody answered this question yet, but if I had to choose, i choose a skill. Because a skill is going to last a lifetime, talent may not last forever. Let's say you are a talented martial artist; you get hurt. Okay, that's fucked. Now you, but you have a skill. A skill will last longer than a talent. So that was me. I'd rather stick with the skill. Uh, let's see. Uh, hmm, I'm trying to find a question. It's weird because you know usually when I'm not on specifically on this page, I get questions on my um feed from here and get a lot of questions but i'm not seeing anything that is um really crazy okay whatever you know what? i'm gonna go back to the overall actually i'm gonna go to adult confessions let's see what they got there i'm gonna check it out no no stories okay i'm gonna go back to my wall then i'm fine i got about a couple of minutes <laughs> this person had the nerve to ask what do inmates do in fun for prison do you really want to know that do you really want to know what inmates do for fun?" Go ahead and do some dumb shit, and you're going to find out what fun is. I'm going to tell you right now, prison's not fun. I don't give a fuck. Some people like prison. That's why they keep going back to jail, and they keep going back to prison. Because it's fun. I guess it's fun. Maybe I'm missing out on something. Maybe it's like a an adult Chuck E. Cheese or like Dave and Buster's in there. Yeah, sure. You're going to get your ass busted for sure. Um, This person, Anthony, says, <clears throat> fun Nothing about prison is fun. I have done five prison terms, and to be honest, the only fun part of it for me was getting released. Playing spades, pinochle, poker, blackjack, dominoes, and other games was means of entertainment that passed the time faster and peacefully. I am very easy to get along with, and I have the ability to make people laugh, clown around, talk shit, joke around, etc. So I make the whole dorm or tier laugh. That qualifies as fun, I guess. I hope my answer gave you a little insight. Sure did. Don't go to jail. That's all the insight you need. I mean, there's nothing fun about prison and if you want to find that out you go do some dumb shit and you'll and then you come back and tell the world how much fun you had in prison i promise you it's probably not as fun as you think all right so hey thanks for listening to the daily mind podcast ending season six today episode 149 thank you thank you thank you um i'm appreciating the the increased number of listeners i've kind of been in a slump in terms of listeners my list um i'd say season six was the least listened to uh season and my numbers were pretty low but they, they're they climbing back and again texas i'm sorry tennessee is still the number one listener to state followed by texas pennsylvania and new york i have yet to snag listeners from staten island it's quite obvious why until i get a staten island listener i'm gonna keep digging in for staten island but i got the bronx brooklyn queens syracuse binghamton Um, uh, shout out to you guys up there thanks for listening probably the one or two people i live in those towns or whatnot uh thanks for listening um hey so uh sunday Actually, Sunday or Monday, we'll start Season 7. In the meantime, uh, enjoy your blessed weekend. Uh, Good Friday, Easter, all that cool stuff, all right? Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Season 7. Ciao.